So what is cholesterol? One of the most important questions that we need to answer as clinicians and people who are interested in cholesterol is what on earth is cholesterol and why do we care? What does it do? Where does it come from? And eventually, uh, which parts of it we need to get rid of. So first of all, I will start out by saying that, yes, we absolutely need cholesterol. A lot of people think that I'm against cholesterol or that we, um, that I don't, I'm not a fan of cholesterol or something like that. I don't know what, what they think, but cholesterol is absolutely necessary for life. Without cholesterol, you cannot have life. Um, that's just a fact. You, you will not be alive if there was no cholesterol. Every cell in your body needs cholesterol. Every cell membrane needs cholesterol and every cell makes its own cholesterol. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about it a little bit. So cholesterol is a waxy, fat-like substance. Now, it's important because it gives these cell membranes some fluidity. Um, these cell membranes and cells would not have fluidity if it wasn't for free cholesterol. The type of cholesterol that is in these cell membranes is called free cholesterol. The type of cholesterol that's inside lipoproteins that is for trafficking is called cholesterol ester, or we can just say cholesterol ester, but there's a Y instead of an O. Instead of cholesterol with an O, it is cholesterol with a Y. So um, every cell in your body makes cholesterol to keep these cell membranes fluid, to keep them so they're mobile, and so that things can go in and out of cell membranes. So that's number one. The vast majority of cholesterol in your body I guess the next question is, where does cholesterol come from? So cholesterol comes from cells in your body. Every cell in your body makes its own cholesterol. That is the place where we get cholesterol, and that is how we make cholesterol. Now, unique situation, the brain makes the most cholesterol of any cell or system in the body. But not only that, the half-life of cholesterol in your brain is three to five years. So a lot of the cholesterol sitting in your brain right now depending on how old you are, may have been there, you know, since you were a child. So that's kind of where we are. A lot of people say, well, it doesn't, don't we need cholesterol to form hormones like uh, testosterone and estrogen, progesterone, cortisol, etc.? Yeah, absolutely. It's the building block of all of these t uh, hormones without question. Um, the question is, do you need excess cholesterol? No. Your testicles, your gonads your ovaries, your adrenal cortex, all of the cells in your body that need hormones make their own cholesterol. All you need is one acetate and one citrate molecule to make cholesterol. And every cell in the body already has that. So it's not like we are um, we need some special magical tools or anything to make cholesterol. It already comes uh, in your system. Your body can make it. So... At the end of the day, cholesterol ends up in your intestines. Now, there's two ways that that happens, and we'll get into the intestinal absorption of cholesterol later because it's very, very uh, complicated. But ultimately, cholesterol ends up in your intestines for in two different ways. The first way is you eat it. The amount of cholesterol that you eat is usually not very much in America. In America, um, we do not overconsume cholesterol, so dietary cholesterol, at least in the United States, is generally not something we are that concerned about for overconsumption. Now, yes, at extremes of intake, and I get into this in my new cholesterol book, and I've gotten a lot of flack for this for some reason on the internet, 
But at extremes of cholesterol intake, yes, your cholesterol will go up. Um, and not only that, all-cause mortality goes up, cardiovascular mortality goes up, all of that. And I've cited those studies multiple times. But that's kind of how, that's one of the main, that's one of the ways that cholesterol gets into your intestines. The second way is cholesterol being synthesized in the rest of your body, being taken back to the liver, and then the liver dumping it through the bile acids or you know bile products into your intestines to be eliminated. Now, the problem with that is that's the majority of your cholesterol. That's like 85 uh, to 90% of your cholesterol that ends up in your intestines. The problem is almost all of that cholesterol also gets reabsorbed back into your system. So there, that still um, does not fix the question of how do we end up getting rid of cholesterol. Almost all of it ends up back in your system um, due, due to that. So that's another way that we can um, try to... So those are the two main ways that cholesterol ends up in your uh, intestines. Either you made it and it got there by your body bringing it back with lipoproteins in the liver, or you consumed it. Now... The other way, there are a few things that we can do as humans to upregulate the amount of cholesterol in circulation. It's plasma or cholesterol in circulation that's an issue. So the one thing that humans can definitely do to raise cholesterol levels is to eat saturated fat. Of all the things in your diet that you can do to raise cholesterol, it's not eating cholesterol that's the issue. It's eating saturated fat, which is the issue. Saturated fat upregulates, meaning it stimulates cholesterol synthesis, and downregulates or gets rid of LDL receptors. LDL receptors in your liver are responsible for clearing cholesterol from plasma. Um, saturated fats are foods that are solid at room temperature. You're talking like butter, bacon, cheese, lard, tallow, coconut oil, ghee, you know, any of the fats that are, you know, processed animal fats usually, any fat that's solid at room temperature, chicken skin, you know, bacon, that kind of stuff. So that's the uh, ways that we can raise cholesterol. Now, again, having high cholesterol in your cells and other areas, not a big deal. It only becomes a big deal if it's actually circulating uh, cholesterol. Um, once it's circulating, that's when it can actually become an issue. Now, people say, well, doesn't cholesterol just circulate in your bloodstream? No, it can't because it's a fat um, substance and your plasma or circulation is liquid or water. Fat and water don't mix, like oil and water don't mix. You put oil in a glass cup of water, they don't mix, they you know they separate. The oil floats on top or what have you. Um, so you can't have cholesterol just floating around in circulation. It needs to be carried in protein capsules. So that's why we call them lipo. Lipo means lipid or fat. Proteins is a protein molecule. So this is a carrier molecule that helps transport cholesterol. So they're called lipoproteins. Now these are the problems. This is where we get into good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, all that. So the cholesterol itself, the cholesterol inside the lipoproteins, is not actually good or bad. It's just cholesterol. It's the same cholesterol that every cell in your body makes. It's the same cholesterol we need to make hormones, the same cholesterol we need to make cell membranes, all of that. And that's not a question. Um, the question is these lipoproteins' job. Most of the time, lipoproteins are trying to traffic let's say, fatty acids, whether it's in the form of cholesterol or triglycerides. Triglycerides are three fatty acids connected to a glycerol backbone, which is called triglycerides. Um, that's what 
triglycerides are. The, the job of lipoproteins is to traffic um, fat and, and cholesterol from you know all different parts of the body eventually and ultimately back to the liver so that it can be eliminated. Now, when you have excess lipoproteins or excess cholesterol in lipoproteins, sometimes this cholesterol is deposited into your arteries, which is something we don't want because when you have too much of it and there's nowhere for it to go, these lipoproteins get retained by the arterial wall. Cholesterol gets dumped in there, and we'll get into that maybe in a different podcast. Cholesterol gets dumped in there. That's when it starts the inflammatory, necrotic, you know, immune process that starts destroying the inside of your arteries, forming these vulnerable plaques, which eventually encroach on the lumen of the artery or can rupture and completely close off your artery. That's when you start having those kind of problems. But we'll get into that maybe in a different podcast. Let's finish up on cholesterol today. So historically speaking, we used to name cholesterol either good or bad, depending on which lipoprotein was carrying it. HDL or high density lipoproteins, we used to think were good because they would remove cholesterol from your arteries. And LDL lipoproteins or low density lipoproteins were quote unquote bad because they would deliver uh, cholesterol to your arteries and destroy your arteries. Now, the problem is HDL at certain points in their life are not always good and, and not always bad. And same thing with LDLs. At certain points in their life, they're neither doing good nor bad or they're changed and they're doing the opposite. So a good LDL could also be a, could also do bad and a bad HDL or a good HDL can also at some points in its life cycle do bad. So those nomenclatures are not that helpful. What is helpful though is understanding understanding what they're doing at the time. If HDL is removing cholesterol from plaque in your arteries, technically it is doing a good job. It then goes to plasma, connects to a LDL, which is a quote-unquote bad lipoprotein. It connects with LDL using a uh, enzyme or protein called CTEP or cholesterol ester transfer protein. It gives the cholesterol back to the LDL particle and the LDL gives triglycerides to the HDL particle and then the LDL particle takes that back to the liver. So it's doing a good job in that case. It's taking LDL back to the liver to be uh, eliminated. So those are ways in which that they're not necessarily the traditional roles of good uh, or bad. Um, so the next question then becomes, well, why does LDL end up inside the artery. We'll talk about that later, maybe when we get into an atherosclerosis uh, podcast. But for now, let's just keep it simple on just cholesterol and what it is. Um, so the next question becomes, why does, what, you know, what happens if we have high cholesterol? And how do we end up with high cholesterol? So there's a, you're not ending up with high cholesterol in circulation. You're ending up with high cholesterol inside lipoprotein particles. And you're ending up with more particles to carry around more cholesterol. If your cholesterol was lower, you wouldn't need as many particles. It's the particles that's an issue. However you want to measure particles, whether you measure an LDLP, which is a lipid, you know, with this NMR, or you measure it via ApoB. And maybe we'll do a podcast on the difference between lipoprotein particles, what they carry, and ApoB and non-ApoB and all that kind of stuff. But um, it's the total number of particles that is the issue. And this can be measured using various techniques. And when you have excess particles, they enter via a concentration gradient into the intima of the artery, which is the inner uh, lining past the single cell layer. 
um, in the endothelium and into the intima. And that that's where they begin to aggregate, dump their cholesterol, form foam cells, get oxidized, cause damage, become necrotic, you know, form more foam cells and become a vulnerable uh, plaque. So that's kind of what happens uh, there. Now, the important thing is to measure your cholesterol quite frequently. You want to get it checked at least once or twice a year. You definitely don't have most kids checked, assuming no family history, by around age eight or nine. If there is a family history, you know, even at birth, you could check it or by age two for sure. And we're talking like a family history of familial hypercholesterolemia, not just family history of I have high cholesterol or, you know, I'm on cholesterol medicine. Um the issue with having high cholesterol is obviously the harm that it can cause. Heart attacks, strokes, peripheral artery disease, ischemic bowel, all those kind of things definitely can happen from high cholesterol. Your high cholesterol can plug up all of your arteries, not just your heart and your brain, heart attacks and strokes, but also to your renals, to your intestines, to your legs, you know, peripheral artery disease, claudication, all those things. Now, in a different podcast, we'll talk about how to lower your cholesterol naturally. Um, we'll talk about that later. Um, and we'll talk maybe a whole other podcast on therapeutics. How do we lower cholesterol not naturally, but rather with medications or um, substances to help us lower cholesterol? You know, even a there's an apheresis, which is not a substance, but there's a sort of like a kind of dialysis that we can do to lower cholesterol for those that have it very, very high and can't bring it down. Um, I, I think we'll probably stop here. You guys understand what cholesterol is. We'll get into cholesterol metabolism, what it is, therapeutics and all that stuff um, later on. The podcast continues to grow. Um, we are getting tons and tons of downloads and visitors and viewers and reviews and all that. So I thank you guys um, because all that stuff makes a huge difference. The podcast is not going to spread without your help. So please keep up the good work. Please leaving awesome reviews. And please keep sharing it with your friends. I love you all. Peace.